on the Koshkast. City failed to buy a centre-back better than Otamendi at half-time, allowing United to storm back and beat them at the Etihad. Somehow, a Merseyside derby featuring Dominic Solanke and a team managed by Sam Allardyce doesn't produce any goals. Spurs and Arsenal scrape past Mark Hughes past and present, and Chelsea continue to defy all logic by not using Ross Barkley to fire them into the Champions League spots. Speaking of Champions League, we'll review and preview the quarterfinals, check in on a chaotic weekend in Serie A if there's time, and look ahead to Toronto FC's second leg against Club America. Oh, and we've got a special guest. Find out who after the weird music. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Koshcast on underthekoshblog.com and at under underscore the Kosh on Twitter. My name is Alex. Bernie is here. Yep. <laughs> Morning is here. Hello, everyone. And joining us today, a very special guest, Connor Kelly of uh, the Final Third, who are Hello. on hiatus. How are you? I'm good. Thank you it's for joining nice us. to be in Toronto and with you guys after listening to you for a long time. It's a bit <laughs> weird to be in your company. That, yeah. That's how I feel about your voice too. I'm like, it's it's here, it's in the room, but it's also. Do you want me to go and like yeah, yeah. Room and just like talk from there? <laughs> that would yeah. be normal. That would yeah. be that would be fine. Um, so you've moved to Toronto. Yes. Is that a permanent thing, or is that just a, like we'll see how it goes? I don't know, to be honest. Um, it, at the moment, it's just for a year, and it could be longer. It could be sh- well, we won't be shorter, but <laughs> until <laughs> until next winter, and then you'll decide. Yeah, well, once winter hits, yeah, I might just go off to somewhere with a, a better climate for the winter. Florida. I don't know, man. I moved here, and I saw the amount of football that you could watch on TV here. As opposed to... And you still stayed. Yeah. No, 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 because it was more. No. Like, you can see more in football on TV. Yes. In 2007, you got the one United game a week. I didn't have at Sky. At 7.30 a.m. I didn't have Sky. Oh, okay. Mate, we're living in Oman, and we got everything on ART Sports. Everything. everything. Literally, you couldn't stop watching football. Yeah. And then you came here, and you're like, anything? Nope. Sorry. <laughs> see, what's really annoying in Ireland is that we get the same embargo as the UK, despite the fact that there's not, like... We're across a water. We're across right. water, and they still don't put on the only games. We, we get one extra game to the UK, which is like the three o'clock Saturday game. You get one choice, right. but you don't get a choice of any other games. It, and they're not allowed if the the other leagues from around Europe, like Bundesliga, Serie, it, La Liga, if they have a game on at the same time as the three o'clock Premier League game, they don't show. You don't see it. Well, well also the three o'clock Premiership game now is always a shit game because the other ah. games get moved so that they're on the Well, yeah, because all the good road. teams are in Europe. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of the good teams, why don't we start... Well, I mean, where else would we start? Manchester Derby. Thanks for calling us a good I was going to say, one good team and one okay yeah. team. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I take that good team compliment. Actually, the, the, they switched roles at half-time. Exactly. Right? The, so. Let's talk about the first oh. half where the good team was Manchester City. They rested a few players after their um, kind of underwhelming performance against the Liverpool. Bottle. Yeah, um, losing 3-0. Um, in the Champions League in midweek, uh, they arrested De Bruyne, Walker, Jesus, and Aguero. All didn't play. All didn't start the game, and um, we thought, okay, let's see what this means for for Jose Mourinho and United. And then, you know, the first half was incredible football. Did United get the ball? No, Luka- I don't remember them. Having Lukaku it. had an actual stat: had one pass from kickoff, and that was it. <laughs> 
that's a, that's a true that's stat. a true stat. He had one pass and it was the kickoff. Mate, so. he could have actually just sat on the bench and then showed up at halftime. Hang on, did he complete the pass? Yeah, I think Roy. It's either Roy Keane or Gary Neville. A United pundit at halftime said, you know, someone asked him, "What would you like to see from United in the, in the second half?" And he went, "I just want someone in red to pass it to someone Giggs. in red." It was gigs. It was gigs. Yeah. Um, so, Bernie, how do you feel about this first half, just as a United fan? Um, so, for, for context, I was in class and didn't see the game until after. Priorities. And, and when I saw that there were zero shots at all, so forget on target, zero shots at all, I said, I'm not watching the first half. Right. Let's just watch the highlights when I got home. And that was even, that was worse. Right. It, was, it was disgusting. City played some good stuff. Um, Sterling... Has, has learned to finish this season, but seemed to forget all about that in this game. Like, this, like, honestly, this is to give you an indication of how finished I thought this game was. Like, I was <laughs> literally considering, I was watching this in a bar with I, my Manchester City supporting mate from Manchester. You found one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, surprisingly, yeah. <laughs> he was the only City fan in the bar while I was in. And. We were about to just turn to. Well, I turned to him. I was like, "Well, I wonder when Pep is going to start resting players for midweek, like taking off Sterling." And he's like, "No, it's not done yet." And I was like, "Ah, sure, look, look how one-sided it is." You know, United don't come back in games like this under Mourinho. And yeah, I thought. I mean, Sterling had another three chances to, to score yeah. at least. You know, two more goals from those and really put the game to rest. And Gundogan you're right. Gundogan hit the post. Gundogan yeah. hit the post, and it just felt like you know City should have really ran away with this. And you're right, rested players for midweek. Really, I mean, that's a, it's a t- t- tall hill to climb or whatever against Liverpool in midweek. But it was all setting up. And, you know, the, the players had their kids there in full city kits and they were ready to celebrate <laughs> yeah. all that good stuff. And company was playing fantastic. Again, you know, props to company for coming back from all these injuries and still being City's best defender, even when he's always out for like a year between games. <laughs> yeah. It's like um, the Medley Kings. But that's an indictment yeah, yeah, yeah. in itself. Yeah. If company's the best defender... That's an indictment on your defense. Yeah, well, you will get to how bad his partner in Otamendi was in the second half, but Otamendi well, pisses me off because I wanted him to be good. I want like he had a tough first season, and you could kind of make excuses for that. That you know, Pellegrini and City were playing really open, and you're like, he can't be this bad. He was good at Valencia, blah right. blah. Same with Mustafi, and we will get to him. But he's not, is he? He's just shit. Valencia just sell you fraud players, don't they? <laughs> Yes. That's what they do. Yeah. Except David Silva. I wouldn't necessarily well, yeah. say I wouldn't necessarily say shit. I just think he has a calamity like yeah, like I think I think largely he does really well and then he'll have a calamity that will be so and it bad sticks out. it sticks out like in your memory because it's just how horrendous it is. Ultimately he's the type of defender that if it's about like guts and glory and all that stuff, last his tackles, great. But ask him to make an intelligent decision on the pitch, mm. it's like he can't do it, and right. I'm not sure that's the type of person you really want to build your defense I around. I think he's done exceptionally well this season, considering that he's the complete antithesis of any Pep Guardiola defender I can think of. Bar maybe Puyol. Puyol, like Puyol, yeah. Puyol was never reckless. Like Puyol made right. decent, had decent decision-making skills. Yeah. I think he's been helped out, obviously, by the fact that City have the ball for like 70% of most games, and so there's less to do. And mm-hmm. you're right, he has done well for most of the season. True. But in the, in the big moments, he does seem to... I think the bigger sort of theme here is that and it's happened it's happened to Guardiola teams in Champions League in major Champions League games like with Bayern in particular they have these like 15 minute periods where they just completely capitulate yeah and it's like they play well for the majority of the match but then like concede like three goals in 10 minutes like 
Barcelona game in 2000, was it 15 in the Champions Gets League? Bayern. Yeah, yeah, with Bayern, like it was nil nil, but 15 minutes left, they lost 3 0. Right, um, right. They, Real Madrid the next year. Yeah, right, they, they, they concede four. It's just, this is they happened in midweek against Liverpool. Yeah, they, they yeah, just seem to capitulate. Three nil by what, like twenty minutes or thirty it's, minutes or something. I think yeah. it was something like that. And at Anfield in the Premier League, Liverpool scored yeah. three goals in nine minutes. Mm. So they do seem to have this issue where, if you keep going at them, they collapse and they can't figure it out. Yeah, and they keep just digging a hole for themselves. And I wonder if it, it took a whole season people to figure this out. Mm. Right, right. I, I, I mean, specifically back to this game, and then halftime came about. City were 2-0 up, cruising. Uh, Gundogan with a brilliant goal, by the way. I know we didn't, touch, we didn't touch on the goals, but Gundogan's swivel and... Channel Dennis Bergkamp for a second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was brilliant. And he's, he's a great player. Also come, came back from that horrendous injury ad where you know, he was close to not playing again. But then at halftime, I think Mourinho pretty much what, just brought out the video of Pep talking about Pogba and just riled him up somehow. Because Pogba came up... Okay, this is the Pogba first half, Pogba second half. First half, he was playing for himself. He was doing that thing where Pogba does where he tries to get people to realize he's a good player by intentionally shielding people off the ball mm-hmm. to show how strong he is and mm-hmm. how good he is in possession. Where it's like, you could just pass to that guy, but no. I'm going to hold <laughs> yeah. it for five more seconds just to remind you that I'm this strong center midfielder. And he did it in the first half a mm-hmm. couple of times, but it doesn't really serve the team in any positive way. Uh, on, on that whole shielding thing, I think that is a product of being told... so. You shield the ball when you're asked to protect the ball, when you're asked to be a defender. And Paul Pogba does not have a defensive bone in his body. I don't want Paul Pogba defending anybody. Like, nothing. Nothing at all. When you ask him to do that, he starts to try these weird things that don't make any sense. So what you want Paul Pogba to do is start attacks and finish attacks. I thought you were talking about his haircuts when he said that. There. I can't defend that. <laughs> um, <laughs> he gets defensive about that. <laughs> and then in the second half, he started playing for the team. And I think Bernie, me and you were discussing this during the game about how I prefer Pogba at the end of plays than starting them. I know he has a lot of assists, etc. And he's good at that. But I think he's more useful when he's running into the box. This is the way we saw him score the goal. The way we saw he kind of is more towards the end of the play than kind of trying to create from deep which other people can do that but not a lot of people can do that burst into the box that box-to-box play and I just I like it when he's in the action kind of finishing off plays and he's good at that I slightly disagree only because Paul Pogba has never been a prolific goal scorer in his career the the thing about Paul Pogba is that if you let him he makes things happen some people, I had a debate with some people when they were going off about Paul Pogba and they said, oh, well, the Juventus spell kind of propped him up and it was he had quality players around him that did most of the work. He had the most assists in that league, which shows that if you actually let Paul Pogba create things, he can create things. But don't ask him to do what he cannot do. And the best players in the world don't do things that they, don't, they cannot do. That's just a fact. But people are getting on his case and saying, when you're that good, you should be able to do multiple things. That doesn't make sense. People have been saying Meza Ozil cannot play on this side or play on this side, play on this side. When you're a player and you're a specialist in something, let them do that thing. As long as you're not a specialist in a failure. Exactly. That's fine. Well, it would help if you had a coach who knew how to get the best out of him. That would um, be nice. Yeah. be nice. You know, he played his best football with Juventus on the left side of a midfield tree um, at United. It's as if Mourinho... I think because Mourinho... The, the public dispute between the two of them, Mourinho seems to be doing his, his best to try and humiliate Pogba as best as he can, like by starting like McTominay. It was literally just like a stats padding vehicle. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Couldn't say that he played, he brought through a young player. Like, yeah. but, like <laughs> who, who in their right mind would pick Scott McTominay and Marlon Fellaini 
over. Oh, that is a future, Champions League. That's a future West Brom midfield. If I yeah, ever it's, heard it's, one. Yeah. Oh yeah, he is. He's a, yeah. That, that's precisely what I was thinking. Yeah, alongside alongside his idol Darren Fletcher. Yeah, exactly. But I just think, yeah. Sorry, on on the on the case of Paul Pogba and and this whole debate, the thing that I find really interesting was so Sky Sports were supposed to do a celebration for Man City. That was what they were gonna do. But when that didn't happen, they had to fill time. So they dragged Paul Pogba to do an interview with Thierry Henry. That's literally what happened. They oh. grabbed him and said, "Do this interview with, with Henri right. to fill this time." And Henri will do anything. Yeah. Henri, <laughs> Henri is one of the best pundits of all time. Man. Yeah, except he's fucking annoying in the way he asks his questions. He, he pretends to be all philosophical and he's like, "Let, let me just." And he answers it. He answers. It's like you're asking him the question, and Henri will go because well, Henri was a star. I get it. He wants to be the star. But yeah. what did he ask Pogba? I've, I've never heard. Like he literally said to Paul, he they analyzed the goals. Like they literally showed it to him the way he would do on Sky, and he said. Why haven't you done this before? Mm. And usually journalists just tiptoe around the thing. And Pablo looks a little bit surprised. And he looks at me and says, I can't make this run when I'm in a two. Yeah. When I'm in a two, I'm told to control the game and pass. When it's three, I know there are people behind me and I can make the run. And it's, what have we been hearing all season? And you can hear Mourinho's blood boil <laughs> as he watches that interview. What is um, well, well, you, you don't need to know what Mourinho says about this. You just have to read what Duncan Castle says. Yeah. Uh, because Duncan Castle wrote a piece last week slamming Pogba for his hairstyles. All he cares about is his hairstyles and cars and jewellery. It's like, yes, yeah, standard. Like, that's really, that's yeah. really coming straight from you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. getting the Raheem Sterling treatment. That's the thing. I mean, yeah, what's in common Oh, it's not even the Raheem clear. Sterling treatment. It's just right. the what Jose Mourinho and his representatives once to spewed in the media so Pogba scored the goal off a brilliant Herrera chest assist that was really yeah, really well nice. done um, good finish I thought Ederson I'm not saying he should have saved it I'm just saying he really went for one side he dove to the right thinking I'm yeah. just gonna I'm just assuming it's gonna go there as opposed to just staying big and central to be honest, I'd um, be surprised if there was much thought involved really. sure yeah. sure it's more instinct you're but, right about the staying big what what you're supposed to do in that situation not is dive there. sideways Don't go down yeah like that. so i thought he could have done better by staying there putting his hands up and kind of making the angle smaller as opposed to pick a side it's not a penalty right um and then pogba scored again from the, i mean alexis Sanchez is having a party because one of those little clip chip think, things finally worked yeah that's it he can retire now. out of the game like, <laughs> yeah. yeah um it was a brilliant run into the box again by pogba really good header into the corner it had to be perfect because edison anything worse than that and edison was going to get it but on that goal what was fantastic about that goal was the fact that united put 15 passes together before that happened People just forget and they, they, they think, oh, Alexander just dinked it in and Pogba made the run. There were 15 passes from left to right, mm-hmm. starting in defense, that got that got them there. Well, they were from left that, to right, is that? Well, it's like right to left right. and right to left. Then they moved it forward. And that was City-esque. It's almost, that, as, if it was, it's almost as if it's a better approach than David Dehe just lumping the ball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's also 14 passes more than they achieved in the first half. Yep. So that, <laughs> yeah. um, so that was to make it 2-2, I think. Sorry, Alex. I was really glad that Smalling scored because I worried for his mental health after, after what company fr- after what company like that was he traumatizing he, twice, he, twice in his career he absolutely destroyed him though like company just beasted over smalling and it was bad i mean i don't know how smalling went it was home like a rag doll. yeah it was oh it was weak. I mean, to be fair i don't know what you're supposed to do when someone like companies like unless you're the same 
I don't wait. know. Like, what do you don't mark him. Get someone yeah. else take, to do it. Take a chance and try and pull him down, I guess. Yeah. I suppose. Um, get, try to get away with it. But well, then again, this is the third time that Chris Walling has scored that goal against Man City. Right. Literally, he loved the goal against City. Literally, the same goal, side foot from across, same goal three times. Yeah, yeah. Usually offside, just like this one. Mm-hmm. Um, barely. I mean, barely is offside. So, I'm but, just okay, saying, because uh, I'm going to get to the rest. But, but, but on the, on the, yeah. on the offside, we, we, we had this conversation a while back where the Premier League said, remember there was that directive a few years ago about daylight and all that shit? Yeah. Like, and that was because, as a human being, you cannot call that offside. It's True. too tight to call. Like, his shoulder I was agree. offside. Well, well, I agree. You can't call it. What other species is going to call it? <laughs> well, maybe, maybe like Fire. the cats that can As a human being. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, all I'm saying is, sure, you could say, like, his shoulder was right. offside. Right. But for me... That's no excuse for the stupidity of the defending right. of Otamendi. Oh. So I don't, I don't even bring that up because the defending was so terrible. I agree because the offside rule says any part of their body you can play the ball with, and Smalling is never going to play with his shoulder. So technically, he's not offside. No, it's, 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 I'm just saying, yeah, he's it's not, not even Smalling just technically. Never. It's the the stupid. Remember uh, Salah's goal against Liverpool. Yeah. People say, called say. in to call-in shows to say, well, that was offside, it was unfair. What do you mean? You tried to play offside from the halfway line, you're an idiot. Fastest player I, in the world. <laughs> it makes no sense. Yeah, so Smalling scored that goal to take United three... I mean, Pogba's two goals were two minutes apart. If and that. then If that. And then Smalling got that one. Um, De Gea made a really good save at the end. Uh, Pep brought on De Bruyne, Jesus, Aguero. He tried to really just get anything out of it. Even a draw, I don't think was good enough to win to win the league. No, no, uh, but he just tried to get anything out of it. And Aguero had a great header. De Gea, brilliant save again. I mean, I'd love to see how many points he's gotten or saved United this season. He's fantastic. I mean, that's not a slight at United. He's part of your team. He's allowed to do that. But he's. I hate when people say that. Why? When, some people say, "Oh, the goalie's part of the team." Like. But the goalie should never have to make. I'm just saying it's teams. not like a negative saying he's done well for you. I, I know it means that you you could do better, but like he is part of your team. Like yeah, he's but supposed it to props perform. up the defensive stats because people will be like, "Oh, you know, have God knows how many clean sheets." Right. Least, but the defense is actually shit. Like the defending part of it is actually shit. Sure. Kind of the Ashley Young challenge. <laughs> I like. I don't know how often like that. Like honestly. <laughs> It's yeah, it's say, say, say what you were going to say initially, yeah. which is United. Like it's, it's a penalty, and arguably you could say it's a red card. Oh, it is. There's nothing arguable. It's, it's yeah. a red card. I, I was being generous there, but yeah. the game is a red card. I could not believe that Aguero got back up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that just looked so painful. I, I think, uh, like, a few inches lower, and Aguero's leg could have gone. Oh. Like, he was lucky it was a the bit whole leg Yeah, just yeah. gone. Fly. The reason Aguero's leg isn't snapped in half is actually because... And by the way, it's a penalty. Here we go. Because Here Ashley we go. Young got the ball. Oh, there we go. But what I'm saying is, if you look at the, the force of it, the ball, and then his leg rolls oh, over. If he goes God. straight onto his leg, that's a yep. smash. That yeah. one was a penalty for me. The one, the handball where Ashley Young was di- like kind of Why? just spread eagle in the box was a handball for me. There Why? Was, what, like, Why? No, actually, I'm curious about this one. Why? What, he was on the floor. But he, he tried, slipped. He didn't try and he hit He tried to header it, and then... when. Oh, he, he stops it. He, he stops, stops it. No, no, I get it. I get it. But what's the what's the penalty rule? So what's the what's the handball rule? Hand in an unnatural that's position. That's not the rule. That w- that's no? not the rule. Oh, what is it? The rule is deliberate handball, no. and he slipped. No, okay, and he tried to head the no, ball and hit his hand. I'm pretty sure it's hand in an literally yeah. incorrect. The no, rule is no. not. Go and look it up. Also, no. also, how many deliberate handballs are there yes. a year? There are no deliberate handballs. No, I have I have an issue with the way handball is called. I've said it many times on this podcast, but. 
Ashley Young slips. I deliver handball. He doesn't put his hand out to stop the ball. I deliver handballs what Suarez did against Uruguay. Against whatever uh, yeah. them. That Gone. rarely happened. It's yeah. never, it's or, or, it's not and. It's deliver handball or hand in an unnatural position or, or it's not and. But yeah, do we so. agree that he slipped? No, we agree that his hand is in an unnatural position. No, no, no. Do you think he just threw himself to the ground and he slipped? I think he intentionally left his hand there, yes. I honestly think he did. I don't care. Wow. He was go. He was, yeah. I, I don't buy that one. I think it was a penalty. I, regardless, it's a pen, I think yeah, it's a penalty. I, Aguero's is a penalty. Smalling is an offside. Again, City does maybe deserved to lose because they got complacent, etc., etc., and that's a whole different story. But at the end of the day, there are three goals given or not given to City. On, on, on the penalty, and I talked to Alex about this before, the thing that I find interesting is that that penalty was at what, 0-0? Ashley was 0-0 early in the so, game. Which makes it completely irrelevant. I don't think so. I think I, I'll tell you why I say that. Because... People assume that if you... So this penalty was is at 0-0. If they get this penalty and score, it's 1-0. There's no guarantee that City score another three goals. No, so, what, so what I'm saying is, it's a, football is a sequence of events. City did score a f- first goal and did score a second goal. Right. So to suggest that this non-penalty call cost them the game is absolutely trash. I don't think the we Aguero need to. The Aguero one... Yeah. Cost them a draw. No one said it's costing the game. All I'm saying is there's three goals that City should have not conceded. But you're trying to infer yeah. that it was unfair on Man City in the result, which think, is not true. You don't think if Smalling's goal was, was not given and, and, and City were given two penalties, they wouldn't have won this game? Is that what you're saying? No, what I'm saying no, is... No, 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 answer the question. No, that's not, I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. Okay. I'm literally telling you that if the Smalling one is, is not called, it's 2-2. And if the girl one is called right. at 2-2... Then that becomes... No, what was that? 3-2? Then it becomes 3-3. Three, okay, three. Everton, no, 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 Liverpool, no. Here's a good I question. Who deserves to win this game? Nobody. No, no. It they, deserves to be a draw. No one deserves to win this game. I, to be personally, I think that this, again, was sort of like an indictment of Mourinho's approach in that it was only in the second half. If, like, if you judge the balance of play in the first half and how one-sided it was, United just looked completely clueless. And it was only in the second half when they actually went for it, which Two is against in everything half, in Mourinho's yeah. fibre and his being... <laughs> It worked out for United. And, well, I United know. had four shots to City zero in the first 20 minutes of that second half. So you can't tell me City deserved to win a game when they didn't show up in the second half. I think they deserve to win it if, if, if they have three goals incorrectly given. Or That's not, not what deserves to win it is. All right, it doesn't matter. It ended 3-2. Aguero could have scored that. If that penalty was... If, if he asked Young didn't tackle... I'm just saying... If Raheem Sterling misses chances, whose fault is that? So he, they deserve to what? Score five goals that he missed? They messed themselves up. So okay. I mean, anything. we'll move on. I just think United got lucky. Yeah, fortunately, City only have a 13-point lead. So this is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is really which important. Will, which will come down to 10 when they lose to Spurs next week. Nah. Um, everything Liverpool. This was, I mean, this was dead rubber. Liverpool played nobody <clears throat> in the starting lineup. Uh, they played Danny Ings yeah. and Dominic Solanke. Between them... I don't think have scored a goal in like literally years. Well, Danny Ings hasn't. Well, Salanka hasn't scored any goals. For right? Liverpool, has he? None. No. No. Not one. Under no. twenty three is a lot though. And Ings, <laughs> Ings hasn't started a game for Liverpool since twenty fifteen. So. Ings has just been making money, doing nothing. So who's this an indictment of? Doesn't have to be. Everton. <laughs> I think the keepers. The keepers were man of the match. Both of them in this game. They. I'm both not gonna lie. Up. I was hungover and slept through this game. Fair so. enough. It was too early. It was. It was like yeah. what seven thirty. That, that a wise choice, both well, the night before I, and that I one. knew it would be nil-nil. Yeah. Like, Allardyce, like, I knew Liverpool would rest players, which would probably, like, weaken them in this context of this game. And then I knew Everton wouldn't attack at all. I knew Allardyce would literally just 
take his nil nil. Yeah. Just see his see his comments afterwards. What do you say? No, oh, yeah. I'm hoping this is I'm hoping <laughs> this is a parody, but he I read a quote from Allardyce suggesting true. that if if this was a Champions League game, I'd be going through on away goals. What <laughs> <laughs> he, he said is, I hope people realize that if this was a two way tie. Our, my fixtures against Liverpool this season would see us through to the next ah. round of the Champions League. So when he so finally gets that Real Madrid game, he did not say that. Please tell me he did not say that. So you, you, they've literally they've scored with one penalty, <laughs> which is probably their only shot on target in the two games. Yeah, yeah which is also very, it was very suspect. The penalty. So why don't we add up his aggregate score against Arsenal? Like, was it like 10, 10, 5? I mean, like 10, 3? Like, what, what, how is this something yeah, to be proud of? This is how results work over your lifetime. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they were beaten 2-1 by Liverpool in the Cup as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't count. That was a different uh, Cup. That was in the Champions League. I mean, <laughs> if, 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 any, if anything tells you about Allardyce's approach to this game, Liverpool had Clavin playing at left back and yeah. Walcott only ran at him in the last 10 minutes. Like, surely that would be your number one tactic. Just get it out to Walcott yeah. and let him run past... This, this old Viking uh, yeah, left but, back but also Theo has no ball control whatsoever so it's it like doesn't it's matter difficult. it's, it's true. clever just true. knock it past him yeah. and go true. as rudimentary as that is like, <laughs> I, I, I do I do feel I might be wrong but I do feel that this whole Everton cycle with Allardyce is coming to a close pretty oh quickly. he's gone yeah I, I, well I assume that I assume that the only reason Southampton didn't hire Marco Silva is the fact that Marco Silva's already agreed to take the Everton job I would think because so. mm. yeah. Surely he's a better choice for Southampton than Mark <laughs> fucking Hughes. I think that is plain to yeah. say. So, yeah. so, so does he get the sack then? Like Sam? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, like he's like he's completely like he came in. Basically, the only reason Alex was brought in was because there was a fear of relegation. But then he in the two games before he took over, like the, I think he was announced and they had two games. And they won both of those games on the And it was fine. And it was fine. They yeah. weren't in the relegation trouble anymore, so there was literally no point it's of like, yeah, hey Sam, can we kind of cancel that agreement <laughs> yeah. we had? I think we're good now. And then they sacked, uh, Mark Wofford sacked Silva, and it's yeah. like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. guy's gone. Well, so, that was the best thing about it, was that Everton offered Watford 10 million for mm. Marco Silva, and they were like, no, no, no. And, and then, then they sacked him for free. sacked him. Stupid. Yeah. So no one was happy. It reminds me, I mean, just, I don't know why, but it reminds me of uh, the story about how West Brom rejected 38 million for Rondon in the summer. And oh, how they're yeah. trying to offload him for like nothing. They rejected what? what? I'm, I'm that's, pretty that's sure Watford did something with uh, something similar. No, the other striker, I can't remember his name now, who was scoring lots of goals a couple of seasons ago. Igalo. They, they rejected like a 50 million pound <laughs> offer from like a Chinese club. Chinese club, yeah. And then like, they sold, they then ended up selling them for like half that. Yeah, Jeez. no, sure. Well, they could have sold Dini to Leicester, you know, for yeah, like 25 that, or something. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so that's that for this game. Not really a lot happened, but again, like I said, the, the keepers had fantastic games. Um, Kerry is slowly starting yeah. to grow into it, and he, he might be, he might kind of have a shoe in to be the starting keeper next season, and they might not have to buy someone if he continues playing well ish. Uh, maybe maybe he can kind of just ease the transfer kind of burden on and that would position. save them a lot of money. Yeah, it would. Um, the, the, my only question for this is, James Milner has arguably, mm. yeah, I said arguably. Yes. No, no, I, I just I know the question. Been the best decided. English midfielder in the last month or two. Like he's Wait. actually been very very good. And I mean, Delph has been the best midfielder just playing at left but, back. At left back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, does should he be? Who are the other options? Like uh, yeah, like I, 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 for a while I was maybe it was just 
the the number of English players that were doing well for like particularly Spurs. I was like, oh, maybe England could do really well in this World Cup. But then I looked at their midfield options before the last friendly game, yeah. and I was like, fucking hell, yes. <laughs> yes. this is so really bleak. weak. When you when yeah. you when you've Eric Dyer and Jordan Henderson as starting midfielders, it's yeah. And now and now Alex wants to add James Milner as the number ten. Uh, no, 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 I'd have Milner over both Dyer and yeah. Henderson though. I, I'd agree, but I think England really needs to just move on. Because, mm. like, what does bringing Milner give you in terms of... Because they're going to win you Are you, you going to get to the yeah. quarterfinals? Probably. And then what? Like, it doesn't enhance your chances of winning it, the thing. Start Why over. not keep going with this cycle of it blooding in new players? No, sure, but, but like, what, what are you hoping is going to happen to Jordan Henderson between now and the next World Cup? Like, it's not going to... It's know. just, it's not going to get better, is, is my point. Right. He was there when they, when they lost to Iceland, wasn't he? No. So, I don't know. Probably. It will not yeah. get better. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um... Stoke Spurs um, Stoke took the lead in this game uh, to I think if no, I'm not no, mis- no. Ericsson first and oh then, Ericsson and great finish though to the bottom left where um, Deli Ali really held his pass yeah. uh, and didn't give it to Kane and Kane was really upset he didn't even celebrate the goal <laughs> um, he was really sour this game came back from his like thousand month injury in two weeks and he's still upset he, he does this every time he's injured he was not fit though he couldn't run properly. There was something he was. Yeah, I mean, he, he's mentally not fit. We'll talk about that. <laughs> but um, he he was kind of upset that Ali didn't give him the ball. He he was like, oh, okay, I guess it's a he's goal. Got, fine. He's starting to develop the 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 Cristiano Ronaldo. Ronaldo the Cristiano Ronaldo I was where he just doesn't like acknowledge any of his teammates. Right. <laughs> so right. that might be a good reason he moves to Real Madrid. Like it just you, know, you fit Ali. right in, bro. Yeah. 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 I'd imagine that relationship would be quite frosty. Anyone coming in like trying to steal Ronaldo's thunder just sort of gets. Yeah, that's why Benzema works so well. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't give a shit. Like Benzema yeah. literally just yeah. doesn't. That's exactly why I said a few weeks ago. Like it has to be Firmino. There's no one else. It has to be Firmino. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a great shot. That would actually be a great oh, shot. Incredible. Yeah. Um, Spurs uh, and then Stoke scored from. Do you? F- yeah. Do you? Can I give you a do you stat, please? Yeah. He's got he's got six this season. Which no is, way. Yeah. Which is double. Well, he's got over the past two seasons. Combined? So, no, no, no. no. Oh. Like, he got three, he got three, and now he's got six. Right. How do you remain in the team as a fucking striker? Like, what? I, I'd be looking at that five on one that he butchered. Oh, like, um, <laughs> like yeah. honestly. Yeah. That was unbelievable. I don't think I've ever seen, I've never seen a five on one situation. <laughs> it doesn't like, happen. It doesn't, it's like playing like with your mates and. I don't know, yeah. Where was everybody? Yeah. Like, I mean, look. Back to the goal, Lloris did have another yeah. bad moment. He's had a lot of those in the last month or two. He, I don't know what's going on with him, but he's been very inconsistent. Troubles on the home front, something? Mm. Sure, maybe. Really concerning for France. The war. The yes. Uh, yeah, although they'll bottle it. They'll find a way to bottle it. Regardless. regardless. Yeah, but he this, also this messed up in the friendly. <laughs> he also messed up in the friendly recently for them. Um, and then um, the Kane no goal. Um, Ericsson whipped it in from a free kick. Kane swears on his daughter's life that he touched it. I mean, that is really taking it quite far. First of all, if it was an own goal, let's say touch the defender, I get it. You try and claim it for Tottenham and for yourself. Right. But you're trying to take it away from your own teammate. You're putting in a petition to the FA. All of this just to win an individual award. Like, it really... And then you take it as far as going... Like, how does a, an interview get to the point where he goes, I swear on my daughter's life, I touched the ball. Like, how does he even get there? This it just bothers me. Modern, modern social media and how toxic it is. Is that you then had... A load of Liverpool fans yeah. trying to claim that you know trying to coming out in defensive 
the Salads. No. <laughs> Trying to make Harry Kane their like their little bogeyman. Yeah, and then you had Spurs fans jumping in were like in retaliation. It's like this is just horrendous. horrendous. So everything I hate about football yeah. in two thousand nineteen. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but that said his daughter probably will be pissed off when she's old enough to realize yeah. what's just happened. Because you know, anything he that didn't... happens to her, she's in the hospital, she's like, it's because of you, Dad! Yeah. 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 I, I, I looked at the replays a million times. I hope that golden bit was worth it. <laughs> Fortunately, Aaron Ramsey didn't score this week. Yeah, yeah true. Um, so Spurs got their three points there. I mean, they're going to finish top three? I, I, yeah. I would... Yeah, particularly if, assuming Liverpool go through in the Champions League, yeah. right. I would assume Spurs will finish ahead of Liverpool in the league. Well, the same points right now with the game in hand. They're ten points clear of Chelsea. Chelsea done. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Well, we, so they're, they're they're in a good position. Yeah. Sure. Another team that was done in the Premier League is Arsenal. Um, they, that was like four weeks ago. Hence the wins. <laughs> yeah. Hence. Yeah. Hence the. Oh my God, Arsenal can actually put a run together and look at it. Maybe we should keep him for next season. Well, I mean, he, he just if you need a, any sort of. Uh, any sort of hope is that Arsenal are probably going to win the Europa League and keep Wenger in a job again. Yeah, because he's made a Champions League. It's the Mourinho effect. Come yeah. sixth, win the... Cha- I mean, you can't sack him when he's as good as Mourinho. What was the Atletico Madrid first leg? They beat, they beat Sporting 2-0. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> there's, also, there's also, to be fair, Lazio, who are very good. Yeah. They're got, still in it? Yeah. They're playing... Um, they won in their first leg as well. I can't remember who they put the uh, red, uh, red, whatever. Well, Lazio, They're good too. Red, whatever. What's their name? Arby Leipzig. Yeah, Leipzig. Yeah, Arby Leipzig. Yes. Arby They can't be called uh, Red Bull because yeah, right. yeah, during yeah. Last. The only thing I'll say about Lazio is that when Italian teams have come up against the teams that have looked really good in Serie A yeah, this season, true. when they've come up against, yeah, they've just been battered. Like, I would, I reckon Lazio will go very close. So I think they're the perfect sort of European side because they play. Really, really well. They're a proper counter-attacking team. Yeah. So that they're, they're quite. I could see them playing against an Arsenal and being dominated for most of the game, but winning on the counter. Mm, I right. do think Atletico will win it though, because I think they're the best team in it. And they should. Yeah, they're, they, they should. Like, Which is why they won't win it because they should. Yeah. True. <laughs> I mean, especially with this Arsenal defense, the game started off. The first thirty minutes was almost as bad as as Stoke's game, as the Arsenal Stoke game a week ago, which was absolutely horrendous. The first thirty minutes here, absolutely nothing happened, and then Mustafi, I think, just got bored. And he decided to just not defend the cross and go check. He should just kind of run up to the edge of your box and that grab was the ball. Some of the it most was... amateurish defending I've ever seen. And, the, and then so he bad. had the nerve to turn to check and go, "What are you doing?" And then I think once check is never mad. Check yeah. got really angry, oh, and check is a calm human being. Yeah. And, and then you could see Mustafi at the end of the interaction go. You know what? You're probably right. I kind of give <laughs> my yeah, bad. Because yeah. really, where was Czech supposed to go? I mean, he's in Czech's eye line. If you're watching it, he can see Mustafi. You can see Shane Long. It's like, oh, <laughs> this is fine. Like, yeah. I don't even have to move here. And then he just sits in the corner. And like, oh, the ball's past me. Yeah, Shane Long, who hasn't scored in a gazillion games, by the way. The stat I don't remember what it is, but it's horrendous. No, he doesn't score. He goals. doesn't score. You guys, that's what you guys are there for. Exactly. It's okay. He scored. He scored the best goal I've ever seen in the flesh for Ireland against Germany. And I was right in line. Oh, that was a good goal. Um, it was a good goal. Like, regardless of how shit he is, <laughs> he'll always be in my heart for that moment. I, I don't even think he's shit. I just don't, he he's just not shit. He's actually goals. a very good player. He yeah. just can't score goals. Yeah. He does every. He does pretty much anything else he wants. I was thinking. He holds the ball <laughs> yeah. well. He's quick. He's got a decent first touch. He links play well. Yeah. He, he, he just he, can't score goals. It's unfortunate. Like if he was in the nineties Premier League. He'd be brilliant. Mm. Like playing like off Kevin, a big, big guy. Yeah, like yeah. Just, just he he'd fulfill a, a really specific role. But as the, but this this is what confuses me about Southampton is that on the bench they had Gabbiadini, Redmond, Charlie Austin. Like that's all your goals mm. on the bench. Yep. They well, also had Buffa. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to bite on no. that. No. <laughs> 
thought that was good. I was like, what? Oh. Yeah. Um, and then Arsenal, and then obviously the third, you know, the third best striker in the league is in the third, you know what I mean? Like the third no. striker, the best third striker in a pecking order in a Premier League team, okay. which is Danny Welbeck. Wait, is that true? I mean, it's close. I don't even want to put brain power. In third there. striker, though. Third striker. It's not bad. I don't want to put. I mean, he's horrendous, but he's a well, third that's choice. A, that's a, yeah, that's. Let's see, I'm trying to. You've got Zuru Morata. Yeah, no one else. You've got Aguero, Jesus. No one else. Hinacho's gone. You've got Lukaku, and no one else. You've you've you haven't a lot of third strikers. Why are we putting thought into? This? I'm just saying. Llorente, this is Danny Welbeck. Llorente, yeah, Welbeck just about gets in over Llorente. Yeah, that's it. He he's probably there. Okay, so he gets an apple. Oh, I'd have Llorente over Welbeck. Jeez, I think this <laughs> season though Llorente's been horrible. Yeah, but like I'd still rather have him than Welbeck. I just think Welbeck <laughs> is useless. Well, he is. Welbeck is, is useless. Oh, he, unless they're playing United, because he just seems he has right. that. Like, yeah. I did I do enjoy when he when he plays against United because he actually celebrates his goals because it's my biggest pet peeve in football is footballers who don't celebrate against their L team. I agree. Right. Does right. my head. Right. Especially especially when they don't celebrate against Chelsea. Mate, they sold you. Yeah. After, like, after not playing you once and shipping you all around Europe, you celebrate that goal. Yeah. You celebrate my favourite like non-celebration celebration was uh, actually an Irish player was Wes Hoolahan <laughs> scored a goal <laughs> for Norwich against Aston Villa. <laughs> I didn't celebrate because Aston Villa wanted to sign him in right. the transfer window. What? Yeah. <laughs> So I nearly moved there. <laughs> I nearly moved there, so I'll show some respect. Oh, unbelievable. Oh. But I, I enjoyed this quote from Arsene Wenger because this quote basically admits that Welbeck is shit because he has to defend him like this. And he just said, I think I've repeated that I really like Danny Welbeck. Yeah, he and says that like, every week. It's like, if you have to say that you really like your player, like you clearly know he's rubbish. Right, yeah. yeah. And... Um, so he scored two goals. He got an assist. I really enjoyed Aubameyang's goal. He's been quietly doing well in a slightly dysfunctional team, especially slightly, in the, slightly. Well, <laughs> as in especially in the Premier League where we don't play our full starters and it's not really the like we don't care about anymore. He can't play in the Europa League. He scored, I think, he's six and assisted in five Arsenal games. His first five, and that yeah. is the best record of here's, any. Here's, here's the stat: any Arsenal player in ever. his first seven games, six goals, one assist. That is the most of anyone in the first seven games. In the here's another. Here's another stat: his. He scored six and assisted one in his first five games. Is also the best of any Arsenal. I just thought we'd repeat that because Bernie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just said. yeah. But he didn't have five assists. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> just, one assist. You just messed up the stat. I did. Aubameyang's quite good. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's um, a good player. Yeah. <laughs> Welbeck's goal was very Welbeckish. His first touch came off the defender to come back to him, and then his shot got, which was going to go straight at the keeper, got deflected off the guy's heel and have got a heart. Oh have man, a heart. I can. I, I knew. Yeah. Anyways, it will be played very well this game, which you know. Second half. You don't. Yeah. Second first half. You don't get to say a lot. His second assist to Welbeck was fantastic. Like mm-hmm. he stopped a few times, dinked the guy, blah blah this blah. This is left after Welbeck's miss of the year. Oh, yeah. Sorry, was, I, didn't, I didn't mean to do that to you. No, I totally yeah. forgot. I totally forgot. But Wilshire, um, Wilshire kind of had the. It's a nice looping ball. I don't remember from who. I think Shaka and yeah, Shaka does those kind of. Messi to Alba balls where Shaka Wilshire, you know, <laughs> and then Wilshire gave Welbeck an open goal, and Welbeck decided, you know what? <laughs> no way! Like I'm not gonna make the headlines if I score this. I need to miss. Well, you this. mean like uh, I mean Shane Long didn't have a spectacular miss in this game, so Welbeck had to make up for it. I think True. it's fine though because Welbeck said afterwards, it's not like I meant to miss it. Even Cristiano Ronaldo <laughs> gets uh, gets uh, criticism. Yes, well, you're not helping yourself. Cristiano Ronaldo Just... has more hat tricks in his career than Welbeck has goals in the Premier League. <laughs> that is a stat for you. That's, that's Take it to your grave because it's not changing. That is, some, that is someone you don't want to compare yourself yeah. to voluntarily. Yeah. Uh, but then he did come back, kept his head, scored the the winning goal. Obviously, Charlie Austin came on. He scored every single time. 
time he's played against Arsenal. Another confusing decision you're as joking. to leaving him he's on there, the bench. Oh, like he scores every time he plays. Yeah, play him exactly. No. Like, you're joking. No. Every single time he's he, played, Charlie Austin Arsenal. kills Arsenal. Never not score against Arsenal. Never. And you put him on the bench. Yeah, he's like the South, the Drogba of Southampton. It's actually oh bizarre. My God. It's crazy. Crazy. But but like so, okay, so Southampton have now won one game in nineteen. It's, and, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's absolutely abysmal. Like this is yeah. they have a squad. They have probably the, the seventh or eighth yeah. best squad in the league. Yeah, um, it's just they've just floundered. I mean, like I think first of all they waited far too long to sack Pellegrino. Yeah. he was hopeless. Clearly, he had no kind of idea as to how his, his team should play. They were so cagey, so just so bland. And then they but they just waited way too long. And like Mark Hughes, like. Yeah, it's so no. underwhelming. Yeah. It's like, he literally got sacked by Stoke because he was taking them down. Yeah. I don't, so I you just, hire a guy who's... Oh, people really want to see Southampton go down just to say that, you know, Hughes relegated two teams, both Stoke <laughs> yeah. and Southampton. That would be a record. Mm-hmm. Bernie like wants them to go down because he wants to asset strip them. Well... He does this every <laughs> summer. Try. Dortmund has won, Southampton now. But I have some friends, so like, Chindi, like he wrote on um, our, our group chat that, you know what, that Cedric Soiree guy... Not bad, and Bertrand. I wouldn't mind having that. And it's I thought, true. Yes, I found a fellow uh, fire I, I, hate to, I hate to break it to you, but like it's they're going to Liverpool, obviously. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true, yeah. true. You know, like the, the B true. team gets promoted to. True. How dare I touch Liverpool assets? Oh, man. <laughs> there was um, J- uh, Jamie Brackpool on on Twitter the other day. We were talking, and he was um, he was proposing the idea of like an Amazon. But for transfers, it's like we saw that you liked this. Maybe so for like Liverpool and Southampton, it'd be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this. Yeah, it's like a YouTube recommended. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that. Yeah, but like, like obviously, like my good friend from Final Third, Rob Palmer, is a big Southampton fan. Yeah. Oh yeah. This, yeah. Is, this season is driving him to the the pits of despair. So oh. for just for him alone, I have this day up. Our condolences. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, last but not least. In the kind of the bigger games, Chelsea drew to West Ham one one, and I don't, Chelsea have three wins in two thousand and eighteen. What? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting you all the stats today. Yeah, <laughs> they have like the another one. They have like the I think they're if there's if you look form, at the form, form table, they're like eighth or ninth. Wow. Yeah, they're they're having a really bad twenty eighteen. Um, they did take the lead in this game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, with uh, I mean a horrendous scruffy goal, scruffy goal from Aspeliqueta, yeah. and then <laughs> Chicharito comes on. And there's a big, I don't know, holic or whatever, some Chelsea account on, on Twitter that I follow. I like to follow a few, kind of. And he just... Conte-holic. Conte-holic. And they literally tweeted, as Chicharito was warming up, he tweeted, score a second goal, because we're going to concede. <laughs> Seven minutes later, I told you, and he's just like going off. So really good. It was a great finish. talking about Charlie Austin always scoring against Arsenal. Chicharito almost always scores against Chelsea. Right. It's and unbelievable. Ar- Arnautovic... He's actually playing very, yeah. very well yeah. recently. I have and a he's, real soft spot for now. He's defending. He's also in their box at 1-1 in West Ham's box, clearing the ball away. Like, he's actually contributing. On the subject of players celebrating against former clubs, his performance against Stoke this year was one of my favourites. <laughs> I hated Mark oh, Hughes. It was incredible. He was getting, like, vitriolic abuse off. Like, and Stoke fans are animals. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> they, like, they, 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 they boo Aaron Ramsey every year for having the yeah. temerity to have his leg broken. Yeah. How dare uh, he? How dare he, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Faked the injury, even though he missed, like, nine months 
Um, but he really committed to that. Yeah, he really committed. Right? He's like, yeah, you know, yeah. I have to see this That's through now. That's acting of some now his like his performance in that game and yeah. the celebration, everything about it was amazing. So I, I, I was real soft spot for him. Fair enough. For I'm not gonna lie. I've I've turned around on on him because when they bought him, I was like, that is a ridiculous amount of money. For I think someone. we called it Moomoo of the Week. Yeah, I think <laughs> we <actually laughs> <did>. because it's <laughs> like he showed up like one every four games or something. But now you can just probably because of Mark Hughes. He's so. like a he's a he's a what's it called like he's a confidence slash like when he's up for it kind of emotional player like I feel loved I feel like I'm, I'm important to the team I'm playing well great I'm gonna do it um, Joao Mario though is playing very well too since they bought him from yeah, I can't believe the guy I mean, he's yeah. far too good for yeah. him. he's a very good player I, I have trouble picturing a conversation between him and David Moyes like, I, don't, I don't know what he'd have to tell him <laughs> I have him. to give Moyes credit though have to even though I hate to do it because I, I hate him <laughs> but like I have to give the man credit because I, 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 I would agree because I mean to have to preside over that like toxic situation at that club yeah. where the owners, <laughs> the, the owners are clowns. <laughs> they really are. Yeah. That's true. Absolute morons, and they the fans despise them. That's what I just on an aside. Like, imagine if Millwall get promoted. To the yeah. This, yeah. The the like security authorities are in gonna be. I mean, uh, it was three weeks ago or whatever it was. That was a shambles when they but all like, turned. The, the, yeah, it's yeah. gonna be like a you know scene out of like. Football Factory or in those movies where West Ham and Millwall Ultras yeah, yeah. scrapping like I, I don't want Millwall fans to be rewarded for anything but it would be fun to watch yeah. like, it really would yeah. especially um, from the safety of across an ocean yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean Joe Hart this game we have to we have to mention he oh, actually yeah. had a world class performance I don't think it was anything short of that he I made think this kind of sums up Chelsea's particularly Chelsea's 2018 <laughs> yeah. that Joe Hart who hasn't played well for a good like three years <laughs> yeah. has his best game in that period of time. I don't know why he's back in the team. I thought... I, I always liked his replacement. I can't remember. Adrian. Adrian, I always liked him. Last season, he was great. I'm not sure why they went and bought a keeper. It's one of those. Well, he's... It's like an Amazon thing. He's yeah. available now. Yeah. Get him... Okay, fine. Yeah, sure. But Joe Hart had a really, really good game. He was rallying the team too at the end there. Like, he was really into it. West Ham had a, had a good performance overall. Um... <sighs> yeah, I'm not going to get onto Hazard again, but... Because that's my favorite topic. Um, Ray Wilkins... Uh, passed away and they had you know the the moment of silence and all that and there was a there was a big moo of the week uh kind of we'll just mention it because it's not really going to make our moo segment but uh, a sky news reporter asked uh, rudiger if they let ray wilkins down because they didn't win the game and it's like how dare you even somehow relate that to that like Absolute how is that disgrace. it's just i don't get offended by a lot of things and usually the more vulgar they are the less i'm offended i am this was kind of just you know it really bothered me to the core. Like, how dare you even think to say these words? Yeah. It was and, a, on a similar note, like, the I think it was the Express or one of those clickbaity fucking newspapers, yeah. scum newspapers in England, had, like, a piece. It was, like, a headline, like, how Ray Wilkins died. You're like, seriously, yeah. Jesus. Just let it go. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like no the, commitment to, the commitment yeah. to, like, slanderous algorithms and headlines, right. like, it's unbelievable. Alright, I think that's enough Premier League. There are obviously other games in the league, but yeah, we can yeah. definitely talk about them all. So let's move on. What do you guys want to do? Moon of the Week? Or do you want to do a quiz? You got a quiz? Yeah. Let's do that. Welcome to the Thomas Quizzles Burger. <laughs> well done. No well problem. Done. Whatever, close enough. Um, okay, so let's remind people of your buzz in Alex and Bernie. That was easy. Connor? Sorry, I blanked down there. Thanks, Alex. Okay. <laughs> um, here we go. I got three questions today. Question number one. Name three players 
who have had their shirts retired? Connor. Paolo Mantini, Franco Baresi, Diego Maradona. I don't have Maradona on my list. Oh, okay, Maradona, they tried and they failed because FIFA threw it back at their face. Oh, yeah, sorry, so yeah. Messi now has number 10, but that's two are correct. Baresi, Maldini, Alex. A story. Yeah, actually did happen. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He was anybody else? <laughs> no, well, I mean, there's way too many people. Ah, okay. But the known ones well, are Larson. Us, we got three. Yeah, Larson, Teote, Foe, Baresi, Moore, Zola. What number was Larson? Henrik Larson? Yeah, but it for his um, for a Swedish team. Oh, okay. Um, Zola, number 15. No one ever got at Chelsea. Maldini has a little asterisk next to it because it's only retired. His sons. Yes, yeah, if his, his sons, sons play for Milan, they get it. Well, okay. spoiler, they won't. <laughs> <laughs> um, question number two. Rank these players in order from least EPL goals to the most. Okay. Danny Welbeck, Edin Dzeko, and John Carroll. Connor. I'll go Welbeck, Carew, Dzeko. Wrong. Alex. Welbeck, Dzeko, Carew. Wrong. Bernie. I don't know. Take a guess. Okay, uh, it's uh, Carew, Welbeck, Jekko. Correct. Carew really? with thirty, Carew uh, with thirty-eight, Welbeck with forty-one, and Jekko with exactly fifty. He did only play for uh, Carew only played for like two seasons, was it? Yeah, I legend. Uh, See, I, I just remember him being pretty good in school. Yeah. It was close. That two. young Abongnahor Carew front three. Well, maybe it's just like recency bias, and we had yeah. Welbeck on the discussion. We slated him, so yeah. Okay, this one is a. Good question, uh, I've man. never done this format before, but it's a, it's a quick fire one, so you can just blurt it out as I say them. You don't need to oh, click Bernie's stuff. Gonna love that. Yeah, just, just try not to yell at people as loud as you can. Okay, I, I, cannot, <laughs> I cannot confirm. <laughs> it's an acronym quick fire. Oh, I've, got, on, I've got four of I'm them. I'm terrible at this. Ready? Here we go VAR. Video Assistant Referee. HT. Hey, Half time. OG. VC. What? This is the toughest one. VC. Vice captain. Nope. We're close. Ooh. Not bad. It's a refereeing term. Visual. Nope. VC. Violent conduct. Oh. Huh? Yeah. I like vice captain. So, we're going to talk about the Champions League, which we never do because of this Monday podcasting, which is a bit annoying, but we're in the kind of the latter stages that we have to talk about. Yeah, UEFA called us and they were like, can you talk about the Champions League? Yeah, they're like, the viewership is going down, (laughs) we need you guys to pump it up a little bit. So, here we are. Um, Liverpool, I mean, we mentioned this quite a bit during the Premier League segment, but Liverpool beat City 3-0. This was, again, we we were talking about this before and we're thinking if anybody's going to beat City, it's going to be Liverpool. Mm -hmm. I kind of got on that bandwagon because it's logical, but I had doubts deep down that this would happen again. I thought Pep would learn from his mistake and etc. etc. And you know, 30 minutes in, Liverpool were 3-0 up. Connor, did you remotely see that coming? Like, uh, did you think that Liverpool could do it? Or I thought that they, I thought they could do it, obviously, but I didn't. I didn't expect City to be beaten 3-0. I thought yeah. City would at least score an away goal. Um, like to be fair, as I to be fair, I thought City were awful. Like that was as bad as I've seen them play all season. Yeah, they 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 could bear. They didn't create a chance. They didn't like land the glove on Liverpool. It right. was pretty well, pitiful. Pep also started the game quite, I think, defensively. If that makes sense. He played Laporte at left back instead of a more mobile player. He took played, out a winger. And took out Sterling. Played mm-hmm. Gundogan. So he did kind of change things a bit. To it gives you the sense that he is trying to 
kind of changed his approach against Liverpool because he learned from the past, but it didn't work. Do you think he overthought it? Yeah. I, I would, yeah, I, I think Sterling needs to play with with pace against pace, just play him. Because I felt like, it made, like, like you said, he was looking at what happened at Anfield in the Premier League and maybe thought, well, I don't want to get that flurry that, that we got last time, but you still scored three goals at Anfield yeah, and you yeah. took away a, a little bit of your, your, your potency up front, right? In, yeah. in the attack in order to... To defend, That's he, he would have taken. I think he would have taken four three at Anfield this game. That's the thing. That's yeah. a great result yeah. away from home. Three yeah. goals, you'll but take it. Like they were just, they were so overly reliant to, uh, on Sane. Everything went down yeah. Sane's side, and yeah. Sane had probably his worst game of the season. But yeah. also, Trent made, had a great game. Oh yeah, yeah, but it was just more like Sane's decision making on the day wasn't mm. up to his usual standards. And he, I think he waited a little bit too long to bring Sterling on. And it just yeah, it was just too predictable. Like he knew what side they were attacking then every time. On that note about Sane, um, I can't remember which pod I was listening to, but they were suggesting when Pep brought on Sterling, and yes, he brought him on too late. Maybe the move would have been to actually switch their positions, yeah, because give Trent Alexander Arnold something different to work with, because he had Sonny in his pocket. To be fair, yeah. Robertson was having a phenomenal game too. Yeah. So yes. I think either way, they just Liverpool just decided to have a great performance on the perfect day. I mean, they had a midfield of like what was it, Milner and, and it was Henderson. all English, Milner, Henderson. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I mean, for that midfield to dominate a City team. That was bad. Also, Jesus had a horrendous game. Oh, he, was he had like three touches all game or something. He was really bad. He was frustrated. He was going into tackles. Just you could see how frustrated he was. Um, Aguero, I think, was injured. Yeah, is that the thing? Didn't travel. He didn't travel. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, okay. That's right. He didn't travel because this seemed to be a game that would have suited him more. Um, yeah. I yeah, it was just I yeah I think City just very you can I can't maybe Laporta had an okay game but most of the team just underperformed yeah. and then Liverpool like the intensity they played at like I'd be interested to see if they can match that this week because like they were played with like a manic intensity it, it will be, it will be interesting to see if they even try to match that or whether they just kind of play and they, they don't really ever sit back very much it really depends I, I I'm assuming Salah will be fit for yeah, the second he will. Yeah. He's, he's training. Yeah. Yeah. If, so, if they yeah. sit back, they will lose the game. I don't know if they're going to lose who, the tie. Who sits back? Liverpool, but okay. they will lose okay. the game. Okay. They need to go out no, there, get their away goal. City need, what, five? City they get away five, goal. Yeah. Okay, yeah. it's over. You you yeah. literally go, your game plan is score a goal. Yeah, Done. play your same play. Do, the same do not sit back and play. go 2-0 down, and then you start to wobble. Like, but given, given the results, the last two results of City, I'd expect City to win this game regardless. But... Just the, the fact that they don't have a way goal. Their way yeah. goal would have been crucial. Like, okay. I feel I, like if I... Sorry, man. No, wait, so go, ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, if I had to call it, I'd probably say like 2-1 City. Right? right, yeah, I could... Like, I've I've talked myself into believing that they can do a PSG... Barcelona versus PSG style. <laughs> Remontanda. But I could just think... I just see it being like 3-1, 2-1, 3-1. Valent kind of defeat. Yeah. But, or a Valent victory on the night, but just... Yeah. But Liverpool... I believe will score oh, in this game. That's I, I, I don't see the intelligence in the city defense that can stop Salah. Salah's runs, for me, are the best in the league. The, the, the way ball. he goes is off the ball, he goes in and out, and he's watching the defender, he's picking them off. He's better than anyone in the league, and they don't have anyone that can stop that run. As Walker, definitely not. Right, Theo, as But just for like, just for like, <laughs> sort of, uh, just for reference, like if you think back to when Bayern Munich, Pep's Bayern played against Atletico, in the semi-final in what 2016 yeah and they put him arguably one of the best displays under Pep 
Bayern that whole time at Bayern and they still conceded with the one chance that Atletico had on the break. Yeah. So even you could see City going out and playing like the almost perfect game and still conceding with the one chance that Liverpool have. Wait, it's Pep true. lost to Atletico, Real and Barca? Yeah. Like back to back Champions Pep, League? Pep's, yeah, yeah. Cha- Pep's Champions League record isn't the best. Like I know we have the Barca time, but after that, his away record in the Champions League is actually very average. He's only won two away games. Yeah, yeah. it's not very good. So, and then, yeah. Anyways, let's move on. Uh, Barcelona beat Roma 4-1. This was uh, pretty standard, even though Barcelona weren't even that good and haven't been that good for a while. They, are, they aren't really that good of a team. They still rely on Messi, and it's insane that, you know, they, they're unbeaten in their league. And last week, me and you, Bernie, on the podcast, we still said that they're not playing well, and if, if at all. I mean, a lot of players aren't really carrying their weight in this team right now. Their defense is carrying them because yeah. um, Ter Stegen is probably having one of the best... Um, goalkeeping performances this season with probably De Gea um, and then you have PK um, TT and Alba nice. playing a very you're, solid you're forgetting game. a very important player for Barcelona the referee OG uh, on goal well, five goals I was, yeah. was going to say like, if, you, if you just watch the highlights of the Barcelona-Roma game you'd be like well Roma were shit and Barcelona were quite good but honestly this could have been all sorts of results. Like Roma shot themselves in the foot so much. They standard, do that. They standard do that. Standard standard Roma. Roma. Yeah. yeah it's the like, internal. It's, a, it's the internal problem for the team from the eternal city. Yes. Yeah. yeah well yeah, put. Two, two own goals. I mean, the Manolas one was hilarious. Oh, just like bounced off him like two or three times. It was and one of the missed. best own goals you've ever seen. It, wasn't it De Rossi or was it Manolas? Oh, one? the first De, one was De Rossi. First one was De Rossi. Oh, that one was beautiful. That was good too. Great yeah. finish. Um, <laughs> yeah, great, great. But like up until that point, they'd actually been fine, and they also created a bunch of chances Perotti missed a header from like four, six yards out or something it was ridiculous and like Roma deserved their, their goal and they probably could have had two or three more but they're done now they're was out. that like, Roma had a free kick edge of the box I only bring that because Roche would have said because literally it was on the line yeah. literally on the line and some people would have said <laughs> maybe it's a penalty and Roche like our buddy who's not here would have said it's so close, might as well just give it a yeah. <laughs> That was a hilarious lie. He's like, look, it's so close anyway, just give it a penalty. But here's a quick question. I don't want to take too long on it, but De Rossi. I saw something online about how his reputation is much bigger than his ability. Oh, yeah, I would agree 100%. Yeah, yeah so I don't know. De Rossi's always been this like highest paid player in the league for a lot of years, etc., etc. You know, the second to top team in that team. Has he ever really done enough to deserve that kind of... How old is he? He's like he's, he's done. Too. Because the last time De Rossi was meaningful in any way was 2014. When did Moyes come? 2013, 2014? Yeah, sure. One of those things. And we could have bought him for 10 million. That was when I knew he was on his way down. Bernie's life is in BM and AM. Before Moyes and after Moyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really? yeah. yeah. No, honestly, if he wasn't Roman... Yeah. Oh, that's no one yeah. Would be I was just literally going to make that point. Yeah. yeah. That's what, what happened to Nangolan? Is he injured or something? He, he yeah, was he injured for this game, yeah, which is a shame. It's a big. Yeah. It's a, it makes a big difference. He is their best player. Um, Sevilla took the lead against Bayern one nil, and fun. we went, "Oh, you never know." Here you go, and then Bayern. At least same thing back. you were going to say is on Twitter. About oh oh yeah, and then obviously all the United fans deleted the drafts. <laughs> say, Look, Sevilla are a great team. And then Bayern came back and uh, and I would say I really really liking the look of Bayern yeah they 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 done such a good I know the barometer really isn't the Bundesliga anymore because they're so far ahead but like they're on such a good run and it's like it is similar to uh, the last time under Hankers where everything seems to be clicking into place 
just as the final part of the season's coming into view. Yeah, it's true. I mean, you you two discussed last week how Hankers is is kind of grossly underrated. Yeah, and, the, like the job he's done has been well. Like incredible. he's won the Champions League with two different teams. I guess, yeah. he, and he's he's gotten a double already. I got season. sacked after both of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean that one really was put them in such a hard position. He won a tre- like they had agreed Pep a few months ago. He won a treble and it all kind of went well. Sorry, but we kind of have to do this. He should really go to Real Madrid or Chelsea. Like those would be spiritual homes. Like yeah, just, just do something, it. win something, and get fired. Yeah, um, but I do. I do. I'm, I'm, I'm really liking the look of Bayern. And if I was, regret maybe maybe not Madrid, but the other the rest of the teams left in the tournament yeah. would not want to get Bayern. No, definitely yeah. not. Um, Juventus Real Madrid. This one obviously made headlines Bat. for all the for all the right reasons. Ronaldo. I mean, he just keeps doing it. He keeps. Coming back into the, the, the spotlight, this is his thing. And to be fair, fully deserved at 32, 33, whatever, however old he is, to still have that ability, the physical ability. That footballing ability won't go away. But the physical ability, the professionalism to keep himself that fit. What was that stat you had about his body fat? Like 7%. 7% no one has that. He, he has like all He's these... He's not sure showing you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he had... What a goal that was. I mean, oh, when you stop. have Zidane kind of rubbing his head and Isco was like, what is going on? I stood up and applauded. <laughs> right. I gave it a standing ovation. But to be fair, this game is sort of what has annoyed me about the Champions League for the last few years. Not like... It's just Real Madrid, Bayern Munich and Barcelona are going to win for as long as those great players are around. Like... It's yeah. going to be one of those three teams. Most Un- until they're gone. Yeah. You yeah. know, you might as well just shut up shop and not watch it, watch Champions League anymore. Well, this is the thing. Like, if you watched... if you, I don't know if you guys have seen the, the Juve Netflix thing. But, like, that whole thing is about how they're gearing up for a revenge mission for yeah. the Champions League. And, like, they really believe they could do it. And then they get to, like, an actual round and get... They played quite well, though. Like, I thought they played pretty well. They had enough chances to score a couple of goals. It's just that... Dybala got a red card, too. He yeah. bottled it again. But this is, this is the... This, at this point in the Champions League, when you're, you have to be clinical. And like Liverpool were clinical against City. City, like City weren't clinical. City weren't clinical last year against Monaco. You just, you've got yeah. to be clinical. Yeah. The Champions yeah. League, you literally, Juventus did it against Spurs. Yeah. Like they, they took two chances, scored two chances. It's the kind of level you're when you're at that level. And then when Juventus are playing Madrid, they're going up another level again from Spurs. So yeah. it's like you, you just have to be but clinical. There, there's only so much you can do because we saw in the final last season, right? Yeah, like Juventus yeah, yeah. and Real. Real, Ronaldo came to the fore. The thing about this bicycle kick goal that at first I thought, bicycle, great, awesome goal. I'm a Ronaldo fan, awesome. But I thought people have done this before. Right. Until actually, I started reading the analysis of this goal, his foot was 2.4 meters up in the ground. He had to go away from goal towards the ball. His he foot had... was at the crossbar. Do you see Berzagli's reaction where he just went, well, like, <laughs> yeah. what do you want? And, like, and you Buffon know... had made an amazing save in the yeah. build-up there yeah. as well. Yeah. That's He's... the best part about like, it. It was, and, and if you look at the way, the direction, it goes right in the corner, exactly where he wanted to put it. His, like you said, he's coming the other direction. Yeah. It's actually, at first, like I said, first time I saw it, I thought, eh, cool. But actually, I saw it again, I thought, that's actually one of the best goals I've ever seen. Buffon has yeah. nightmares about Ronaldo. Like, uh, he just destroys him. And the thing came out after that goal, showing Ronaldo do the exact same thing in practice the day before, kind of, you know, try that again and kind of practice makes perfect, etc. But that is instinct. There is no amount of practice that... Yeah gets you ready for that situation. You have to just have that instinct about him. And the Juventus he, fans, enjoyed, very classic. Yeah. Yes. Very I enjoyed, classic. Uh, I enjoyed uh, Wayne Rooney trying to suggest that his goal was better. Like, the shin. I right. think that was very much tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, I, mean, I hope so. I'd hope yeah. so. But. 
What, what, I, what I loved most about that goal was that that cross was to Vasquez. Oh, like, yeah. Ronaldo yeah. <laughs> like, had nothing to do with that. It's just like, oh, no, that's mine. Went yeah, back and yeah. got it. Like, it was, and and yeah. that's what happens when, I think, ben, was Benzema playing that game? He's yeah. Yeah. Okay, I really want to talk about Benzema in this game because the first goal Ronaldo scored was Benzema being the ultimate bodyguard of all time. <laughs> he <laughs> took Chiellini like he, and he set a screen on Chiellini <laughs> yeah. to, for Ronaldo to come around and score that goal. But that finish wasn't easy either. You no, look at it, you think, whatever. But he, like, Stabbed it as hard as he can into the top corner. This is Buffon we're talking about. Ronaldo's coming around the defender. He doesn't have a lot of time to put his body in the right shape. He is just... He's the best goal scorer today. I think that regardless of what happens when Ronaldo retires, he should just hire Benzema as his personal bodyguard. I agree. Uh, He has to be in his life. Personal assistant, personal bodyguard, everything. Or his doorman. (laughs) I like the idea that once Ozil left, Ronaldo just looked at the squad and went, yeah, Benzema, you're taking his spot. I just need someone, right? Um, All right, we should, I mean, we should do Momo. We've got a lot of fun moments. Let's do Momo? Yeah. I I do Momo. One thing where I know, Sha, Mumu no fit sleep forever. One day, Mumu go wake up. First Mumu this week. So you know how like Fox Soccer bought the rights to the World Cup? Unfortunately. And then, and for then, like yeah. hundreds of millions of dollars and then the US didn't qualify. Loved it. Here's, here's what they've decided to do to try and get people to watch it. Can you feel it? You're connected to the World Cup. It's in your DNA. You may not speak the language visited the country. You may not know their heroes, but we're all connected to a World Cup nation through our DNA. So this summer, root for your roots. Watch the FIFA World Cup on Fox and let Fox broadcast sponsor 23andMe help you find your team. Hashtag root for your roots. Yeah, so none of you are are really American. Yeah. Just kind of find your inner... Where's your background? Well, what I like about this is that, like, the political context for the immigration debate, and they're just like, we're all immigrants. Yeah. Uh, root for the team yeah. that you might... I think, I think what, they, what, what the Trump administration might do is just find out who's watching the World Cup and just go <laughs> get them. them. So get you're probably not from here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I'm confused because that wasn't a World Cup ad. That was a DNA it was an ancestry DNA. Ad. Yeah. Ad. That was... That was actually unbelievable. Yeah, they're literally saying, find the non-American part of you and follow that. Yeah. It's incredible. Oh, it's and uh, apparently the Trump administration today came out and, said, and warned Americans about going to Russia for the World Cup. Literally, oh, the, the only thing missing from that ad is they should have just said, by the way, Mexico made it. Like, that's basically <laughs> what they're trying to say. The unfortunate thing is that uh, both Italy and Ireland failed to qualify. So, <laughs> well, everybody yeah. else in America claims they're from Ireland. Yeah. Those two so countries, just, so. by the way, Mexico qualifies. Yeah. So when there's a freak against Mexico and they build a wall, Trump's going to be like, yep, yep, yep. they did it. There we they go. They did it. Um, Bernie, what's yours? All right, so I have one. Um, Accring- See, it's either Accrington Stanley or the EFL, which is the English. Doesn't matter. Um, here's... Here, I'm just going to read a line from this. Accrington Stanley owner Andy Holt will be allowed to keep buying his players McDonald's after matches. The English Football League have confirmed. The dispute arose when it was brought to the EFL's attention that Holt was giving his side £200 to spend at McDonald's after matches they won. Presumably that's in total, not each. I'm pretty sure it's in total, yes. <laughs> okay. Here's my question. Give him £200, but why specify McDonald's? Because well, that's clearly what they yeah, watch. Yeah, they, they watch them when they go into their local supermarket as well. <laughs> yeah. So the EFL were upset because it was not in their in the players' contracts. So there's basically saying this incentive uh, that's not uh, recorded. But I have two problems with this. 
in this in the age of sports nutrition, mm-hmm. McDonald's is really what you want to give your players. But then the EFL is it your problem? Yeah, well, Ronaldo's at seven percent fat. These players gain seven percent fat after every win at this point. Chelsea used to let Diego Costa have a beer after a game. Um, I wouldn't argue with him, but yeah, yeah. yeah is like, that why he fell out with Conte? Oh, no, he took yeah. it away. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, I think it, no, I think it, there is a, a scientific sports nutrition reason that like one beer after a game is supposed to be quite decent for your recovery, right? Like, and well, Costa found you, that link and sent it to Conte. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I remember this like five or six years ago. Robbie Savage was on six oh six, and he was going Great on sound. about he, yeah, I know, right? And he's his movement of the week, yeah. And he was going on about how after games, the whichever club he was playing for, I think it was Birmingham. They were allowed to have curries and pizzas. And people kept calling in being like, no, you're lying. You're lying. Right. That's bollocks. Right. But he was like, no, no, we have to carb load after games, so they let us have bread. Remember the Bengals? Do you remember yeah. Rio Ferdinand? Rio Ferdinand. Yeah, Jaffa cakes during the game. Ferdinand, one of Rio Ferdinand's biggest complaints about the David Moyes area was that, like, chips, like, fries were banned from the, uh, <laughs> the, training the, the menu. Like, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, what, what I love most about that is that Moyes comes in and is like, right, things have not been working around here. We need to <laughs> bang. <laughs> well, we used to have Jaffa cakes at halftime because he needed the sugar. But yeah. the funniest one for me is Paolo Di Canio banning ketchup. Oh, yeah. Like, he came to Sunderland and literally Just banned because ketchup. because he had a problem with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he's a fascist, so... Yeah, 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 true. But I, I do, do I wonder if... My, this is, uh, like, another tangent on, like, footballer and footballer's nutrition. I always remember Dennis Bergkamp uh, mm. just basically recoiling in horror when he said that he was training... One of his first training sessions at Arsenal, he'd finished off, and he went out for a run. And in the process of this run, he runs by a local bar, and it's full of the Arsenal team. <laughs> yeah. This is like the first day of preseason. The, the Arsenal back four used yeah. to be called the like Tuesday the Tuesday club yeah, yeah. because they just used to show up there and have a drink after every training session. I think it was. Wow. I, think, I think I remember reading that Bold went in and bought like thirty nine pints. Like he just yeah, got them all up yeah. front, so yeah. they wouldn't have to keep going back. Yeah. Wow. That's for himself, and then he bought everyone else. <laughs> I just, I just love the idea. I was just picturing the, the look of horror on, they, on Dennis Bergkamp's face. Yeah. Well. Boy, the look at disgust. Yeah, he's like, I biked all the way here for this. Yeah. <laughs> I once had KFC either before or after uh, another caution game, and I was ruined. You almost died. <laughs> so I can't imagine McDonald's. I be Momo. One thing where I know, Sha, Momo not fit sleep forever. One day, Momo go wake up. Second leg of Toronto FC's CONCACAF Champions League semi-final tomorrow night. Yeah, but what a first leg the first leg was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it was brilliant. Three the weather wasn't brilliant. No, the weather was horrible, which probably played into uh, Toronto FC's hands. You know, those, those soft, wimpy Mexicans can't yeah. take it on a yeah. cold, rainy night in Toronto, mm-hmm. as, the, as the saying goes. Um, yeah, 3-1. And honestly, the, the Club America goal was a bit random and, and lucky. Anyway, but good so goal, like, though. Oh, it was a good goal, but like it kind of... Drew Moore just let him through for yeah, no reason. It was a he bit just odd. let him, yeah. But but Toronto FC dominated the game. Scored three excellent goals. Penalty by Jovinko. The Altidore for, for two was a great finish. Great play. Great pass to get him in. The swivel, the shot. Like They were more robbing. It was, it was yeah. very impressive. Again, it might be crazy to say, and, and you guys know that I'm not the biggest TFC fan by any stretch. Like, Except when you go to the stadium and your toes are freezing and you have no choice but it, to cheer because you're cold. Exactly. Other than that. So when I say this, you know, I'm not just saying it because it's TFC but I honestly believe they are one of the most fun teams to watch globally like they are actually fun to watch like I usually I don't like MLS and I, I didn't and I'm starting to warm up to it so mm-hmm. you know I'm not saying this to try and I don't know, get, garner any kind of attention to MLS but 
I actually enjoy watching them a lot. They play yeah. good football. You can see the tactics in play. It's not yeah. just hoof and run. You can see the white players hugging the lines. You can see what Altador and Javinko, big man, small man, try to do. You can see kind of the midfield play and, and who's the box. They're actually, you know, enjoyable. I think what adds to that is, and, and um, Connor, when you go to a TFC game, you're going to see this. We went to see Man United, uh, Arsenal, uh, Roma, Bayern, Bayern Munich, Munich and Barcelona in Europe, and we still to this day say that the best atmosphere we experienced was Toronto FC versus Montreal. That that is something that ten years ago I could not even fathom. Mm. Then add the quality of play onto that, like it's a fantastic experience with Toronto FC. No, for sure. I, I know on on the final side, like you you didn't kind of shy away from talking about MLS at, at times, but I, have you seen much of Toronto FC before or like? But not really this season. Okay. Like I, I, I watched the game the other night, the Champions League game, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, but that was probably because I was four beers deep and <laughs> in, in environment with my friends. That will help. But uh, no, they they play some good stuff, and we were sh- like, this is maybe just my ignorance to MLS in general. Like I thought the pitch was abysmal. Oh, it was. Yeah, but to be able to play that level of football on that pitch is really the impressive. third goal. Yeah, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like we got to the point where myself and my two friends were like, "Why, why are they still passing here?" The yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really risky. And you've got the biggest guy in MLS yeah. standing just up there. Just hit him. Yeah. Just yeah. hit the big man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's yeah. True. No, I like think they they play great stuff, and it will be yeah. Like we've kind of waited for a long time for MLS teams to re- make a real mark in the Concacaf Champions League, so. It's it's great to see. Yeah, it's and, happening this and season. They they've got so the second legs at the Azteca, oh, um, which is they, the best, one, arguably one of the top three or four stadiums. Crazy. Incredible stadium and really good for the players to like experience that, regardless of the game, regardless of how it goes and the result. Like, I just remember really seeing. Cool I just remember experience. maybe it's a romantic thing, but just seeing like classic pictures of the Azteca in the '86 World Cup. Yeah, and, and just have like a mystique around that stadium. Mm. Yeah, no, for sure. And they, they've gone up a week early to try and get used to the, the altitude, altitude and stuff. Yeah. I mean, having someone called Altador, will that help? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you had to do it. I had to do it. Um, but so the interesting thing for me is that Bradley, Altador, Javinko, and Azorio are all on, they're all one yellow card away from suspension. Doesn't the, final, the final is two legs. Right. But that's if, you know, if a couple Doesn't of them, it, sh- oh, it just carries over? Yeah. But most competitions get taken away well, once you're like. Hmm. And one of the yellow cards was, was was really stupid. I think it was Bradley. This, this time for some of them were Roy Keane and <laughs> you know get the tragic yellow card that reels them out of the the final. And yeah, well, Jude was hundred percent getting a second. Well, Bradley always gets. Hundred, they're all gonna get a yellow. And then what? You're gonna watch the first half, the first half of of a, of a Concacaf final without like four of the top players in the competition. Like that's just a stupid rule. By the I way, agree. Um, I, I personally I think they should bring in an embargo just for Giovinco, just because it's so <laughs> good that yeah. TV ratings will like yeah. gonna go down. If like come on. Right. Yeah. We can but make a special dispensation for this If we point. can't see him, then we can't book him. <laughs> in, in this game, halftime, there was another tussle in the in the tunnel. Oh, yeah. And another I, I believe oh, yeah. Altador may have been involved again in A this policeman one. was involved, apparently, with the, with one of the players from, like, assaulting a player from the... T- like, t- that TFC tunnel is just... I love it. Rowdy. I love it. Yeah. That, that's just Alt- Altador's experience of working under uh, Pelo de Canio. <laughs> 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 it's true. It's true. True. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, I think the other the other semifinal is uh, New, New York. York versus oh, what's it called? Guadalajara. Guadalajara. Yeah. So what was the first leg of that? One 0 Guadalajara. Mm-hmm. Well, let's hope that way it stays that way. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. It's TFC or Red Bulls. No. What's the point? Like, what's the point? Mm. 
Like, I don't, like, I don't want to see a game in New I'm York. I'm kind of the opposite. I'm not going to lie. Really? I want the easiest route to TFC to becoming named the greatest MLS team of all time. And the easiest route is New York Red Bulls. The fact is, if they win this, we get to see them in the Club World Cup. And as ridiculous as that competition is, that would be really cool. Well, yeah. now it's cool. Yeah. I wonder to... where it is, though, because then we might have to organize it. Isn't it always in Japan? Somehow it's always uh, in Japan. Or Abu Dhabi. No, but it's always been in Japan recently. Follow the money. That's yeah. What I yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, we look forward to that tomorrow night. Um, yeah. That, that, and and the small matter of the Champions League. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah obviously. There's also yeah. that. And then, obviously, Europa League on Thursday. Don't yeah. forget. Three, three dead ties out of four in the Champions League. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 To be fair, the four ties are pretty much done. Yeah. Um, unless City, I don't know. Liverpool have that in them. Yeah. They have that. They have that Arsenal DNA in them that they could mess this up. Okay. I still, I still believe there's a chance City could go through. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. But is round it, table, what do we think? Liverpool, Barca, Bayern, and Madrid. Sure. Yeah. Liverpool. Are they, are I mean, they, I anybody see, disagree with that? I could easily see City winning like four-one, but going away. Yes. I'm going out after a tragic well, mistake from John Stones. Everyone here thought PSG were going through against Barcelona last year. Yeah. So, I, I'm not saying shit. Especially, <laughs> especially the PSG players who released a video talking about <laughs> themselves. Well, thankfully for Liverpool's, for Liverpool, from a Liverpool, any Liverpool fans' perspective out there, they haven't released any similar yeah. video yet. Thankfully. Yeah, yeah, definitely not a rap video either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't let Oxlade Chamberlain near a camera for the next few days. Like, that's all they oh, have they to got, do. They've managed to shed themselves at Daniel Sturridge. We, we so. didn't mention that goal, camp. by the way. The Ox goal was oh, a bullet. Oh, yeah. It was like one of the best strikes I've seen in as a long time. As soon as he hit it, it was gone. It was past Ederson before he even thought about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how he hit it so pure. Sorry, Connor just mentioned Daniel Sturridge. I learned something the other day that blew my mind, which is that West Brom agreed to pay 100% of his 120 grand a week wages for this loan, in which he hasn't played any football. Oh, no, um, another similar is that, uh, is that Alan, Par- <laughs> Alan Pardew's players have uh, crashed up more taxis than points, or than he's earned wins as West Brom manager. <laughs> uh, which is just really, I mean, what were they thinking? What that, were they thinking? That is a perfect spot to leave it. Uh, Connor, thank you for joining well, us. Thanks for having me, guys. It's been fun. Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, on my at Connor Pat Kelly on Twitter, I think. I can't even remember my Twitter handle. Um... Final third is on hiatus at the moment, but we'll be back at some point. That's all right. Um, you'll, you'll, we'll tag you in the description. You guys can find it because I'm not sure how many people are going to get that right spelling the first time. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Anyway, true. look out for it. Mohanand, uh, where can we find you? Uh, everywhere. Okay. Right, Bernie? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> he never mind. asks us that question. He's yeah, just caught himself going. Usually he's going, right. thank you. Uh, BUJ21. There you go. What is mine? What is mine? At, at Arsenal, Arsenal underscore eighty nine Mo. There's a Mo in there. Mo Mo underscore Arsenal eighty nine. No, I don't think that's it. This is really like none of us know. No, 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 no. It's amazing. Yeah. At under underscore the Kosh. That one we all know. All right, we'll leave it there. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Thank you for downloading the Koshcast. Get in touch at underthekoshblog at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at under underscore the kosh. And for articles, predictions, and the full experience, go to underthekoshblog.com. Mm-hmm.